about religion, what you need to know about what God says about you know, our prayers being answered and our needs met. You know, some of the times we need to know what God called for us. And we get to know that through the scriptures, through the Bible. Hallelujah. But it's of, of uh, great importance that we are loud where the Bible is loud and quiet where the Bible is quiet. That's all I'm saying. How do you mean by quiet? You know, there are certain information in the Bible that so much patriarchs of old and uh, ministers records in the gospel never made so much impact. But that doesn't mean that those things are not important. But why I said the subject of prayer has been uh, has been a very loud subject and information in the Bible. Because if you read through the scriptures, I think there are a number of places in the Bible that prayer is made is it's it's the loud subject because God, and I know the intention, God's intention by making it so much an issue is so that the word full of people will know that he cares about them and he cares if he wants to hear them speak. Hallelujah, says God. Well, I'd like to tie to what I, what I want to speak about today from the word as prayer in faith. Prayer made in faith. Hallelujah. However, you you would want to come to a title after you've heard this message. But today I just want to share briefly what I feel God is laying in my heart to share with and we'll start with the scripture, Matthew chapter 21, verse 22. I'm using the ESV translation, glory to God. And the scripture says, whatever you ask, you shall receive if you have faith. Whatever you ask, you shall receive. If you have faith. Now he said whatever. You need to have. You need to take God's word for his word. You know the Bible says. And the word of God was published. The bra, Meaning we are delivered. Now today. God's word is being published. Through the platform. So someone among you listening to this. Get delivered. From the dark spot. Where you are. From that dark spot where you have reigned this long, God wants to bring you into the light. Glory to God. So, the scripture there says, what, Whatsoever you ask, it didn't say something, it didn't say a few things, it didn't say, Well, about painting. There the scripture says whatsoever your prayer about. It's so clear that God wants us praying a lot. Glory to God. God wants us what? Praying a lot about certain things. You know, he says here, he said, whatever you ask in prayer, that is he has reversed, you will receive afterwards. That whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Hallelujah. Whatever. Hmm. Wonderful. Whatever. Ah. Like, I, I feel limitation being broken through right now. You know, some of you in a place of prayer have had strongholds 
you know, standing before you, standing beside you, standing behind you, and you like you are in a peace, just like the one that true Jeremiah in, while he gave a prophecy about the damnation of Jerusalem. Ah, I feel someone is breaking through right now, and your eyes is getting open. It says, whatever, whatever. Maybe you could tell yourself that whatever I ask in prayer, he didn't say something you ask in prayer. He never said about 10 things you ask in prayer, you will receive. No, it says whatever, whatever you ask in prayer you will receive. So if you ask in prayer about anything under heaven, on earth, in heaven, well, the scripture has shows me and is telling you right, which I'm telling you right now, you will receive. It didn't say you will have it next year. It says you will receive. It means now. And the moment you ask in God, you will receive. Sometimes there are certain information in the scriptures that ain't for everyone. Now I know some of you are thinking about the Daniel prayer experience. Well, the Daniel prayer experience ain't for everyone. But, well, I understand the place of the devil trying to steal our prayers. That is where, if you have faith, comes. If you want, have faith. Because knowing in truth that God's will concerning your life, so God approves you have that. God approves that you be healed. God approves that cancer dies from its root. God approves that God approves that diabetes is dead in your body, dead, cut to the root. God approves that God approves you having that financial buoyance, that sufficiency, your needs and extras. Well, you will have what you ask for in prayer. Glory to God. So whatever. Maybe you could tell your family, if you're, you're listening with your family, just tell your family member or anybody you're with there, while you listen to say whatever, whatever, so whatever you ask in prayer, that you be received. So if you ask God for a pair of shoes, you will receive. But there is a note of caution in that scripture, a condition that some people would say. But it's not a condition that you cannot bear. It says, if you have faith. Well, right now we've come to establish the fact that asking a prayer is not a problem. Because it's a common thing that every human being does. At every moment, every day, prayers goes up to heaven. Whether it goes through the right channel or not, but prayer goes to heaven. Whatever asking prayer goes on every day. It's a daily part of a man's life to ask whatever. Then the receiving part, we've come to know it's not a problem. You can receive what you want right now. You can receive it anytime you want. Anytime you want to receive the prayer. You can tell God, okay, well, on Monday, June, on the month of June, 20, uh, 20, 21, I would like to have this master's G250. If there's any of such kind of car, you know, you could tell God like that. I'd like to have it so 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 deep and so so time deliver to me and my heart. You've done what? You've done what? You've acted the scripture, whatever you ask in prayer. Now, would you receive? Well, you would receive if you know what you should know. The receiving, before the receiving, 
Well, it is good that we, before we, we, uh, we begin to pray to God, we need to know who we are praying to. Oh, know what is stand, what is stand concerning what we are praying for. We need to know his passion and integrity. We need to know how much he talks, right? Well, if you come to me, I'm your father, and you want to ask, you trust for you, need to know that I'm willing to give. Hallelujah. You need to know that God is willing to give. How do I know? If you read the scriptures in first, read in first Corinthians, chapter 9 or chapter 8, 9, that scripture, I think it's chapter 9, first Corinthians chapter 9, I think you read from verse 8, about that 6 down to 9, 10. Yeah, between those verses of the scripture, the Bible there talks about um, that God is generous to the poor. God is generous to the poor. That shows his willingness to you having what you want. Yeah, he despised. And James is just what he despised abroad to the needy. So he despised abroad. So God is a despising minister. He despises needs to everyone that wants what he wants. Glory to God. Maybe we should just look into that scripture before I go right about what I'm saying. Hallelujah. So God wants you to know, you need to know that I'm willing. Right? God is willing. Hallelujah, somebody. God is what? Willing to give. You know, the book of James talks about God is a perfect God and gives good gifts. Man, hallelujah, glory to God. Not beautiful, sweet. God is so sweet. I ain't say, glory to God, hallelujah. God is so sweet. What okay, all right, glory to God. I think Second Corinthians, sorry, no, Second Corinthians 8, verse 9. All right, all right, all right, all right, okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, nine verse eight. Okay, all right. Glory to God. Verse nine. Second Corinthians chapter nine verse nine. There, the Bible says, as it is written, He had dispersed the blood. Wow, this King James version. He had given to the poor. His righteousness remained forever. Now, God here acknowledged at the end of the verse of the scripture. That generosity is his, is his righteous self. See, when you say God is a righteous God, it means God is a giver. So God being a giver makes him a righteous God. So you need to know that I as a father, when you've asked me something, that I'm willing, get, I'm willing to give you what you've asked for. Glory to God. And I'm willing to ask you to, to, to you know for what you've asked of me that I'm willing to give you. Glory to God. So you just need to come to that knowledge that that is it. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So you need to know that God wants you to have what you've asked for. Now James chapter 1 verse 17, we are trying to establish the Father, God is willing to give you. So, when you are asking whatever in prayer, and you will receive, you know, as we read Matthew 21, 22, you need to know that the God that you are praying to, well, is willing to give you whatever you are asking in prayer. And here, yeah, I'm building your faith. What do you say if you have faith? No. Yeah, that. Glory to God. What? That James chapter 1, verse 17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, not from <laughs> whom you may think it is. That job you're seeking, that job at NMPC. We told you there are no better jobs than NMPC. The question is, do you know God's will concerning you for a job? 
If it's a God that said this that doesn't work, let him not eat. That means God's will for your life is to have a job, isn't it? Wow. It's to have something you're doing with your hands, isn't it? So if you trust in God for the job, you need to trust God well. You need to know that He's willing giving you, He's willing to give you a job. A good job at that. Then he that does not work, let him not eat. Oh, ah, yeah. Well, if we read the scriptures, especially the life biography of Jacob, we come to understand that, well, Jacob was a hardworking man. He is a farmer, a rest, and a shepherd. So he works with his hand to pay a bright price. Well, he wanted to marry a young lady and the owner of the lady, the father of the lady, well, said, if you want to have this beautiful damsel here, you need to work. And he worked hard for seven years, then had the wrong bride, worked for another seven years, and had the right bride. Well, the, 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 the whole point here is he worked. So it is the wheel of God that you have the job you're seeking for. And the way you need to understand how to get this job, which is whatever you ask in prayer you should receive, is to know that God is willing to give you that job. And how do you get to know that God is willing to give you that job? It's knowing what the word of God is saying. That place comes to the place of faith. I'm, I'm getting, I'm just trying to build your, I'm trying to put you on the wrong feet. Glory God. He said, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights. Well, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. It means God is not greedy. God will never have, does not have moody squeaks, mood swings about whether to give you what you've asked for or not. For some of you who think, God is having mood swings. So I asked God for that and like, looks like God is still considering whether or not he should give me. That's what it says, shadow of turning. God does not have a shadow of turning. He's not thinking whether or not should I give you whatever you ask in prayer. Well, that is why before you begin praying, before you going to the ministry of having a relationship with God in prayer, you need to know who God is first. You need to ask God one important question. Lord, reveal yourself to me. I need to know you for myself. But why? How do you get to know God if you don't read the Bible? What the pastor is going to talk about is not enough. What I'm going to say today is not enough. I'm just pushing fire right into your heart so that it will make you run well. But that's not all where it ends. Hallelujah. Well, now you know that God is real. That, well, uh, it says, let's go back to the scripture we started with. It says, whatever, glory to God. It says here, whatever, <laughs> hallelujah, you ask in prayer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Glory to God. So whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. So the problem ends, you ask in prayer, in, in, in faith, in prayer. The problem is not about you receiving because now I've established that God is willing to give you. So it's like if he, you know, if, you, if he has given, you have received. So when you ask in prayer, he gives. So you need to know that I had to establish the fact that you should know that God is eager to give. It says it's part of his, his burning passion. I mean, it is his righteous way of doing things, giving. And that is why if you are not a giver on your own side, well, the consequences of not giving comes on you. And God is a is a God of sufficiency and of extra. God wouldn't want to be limited, so he gives. So one of the secrets why God is God is his giving ability. Well, the Bible also 
encouraged us. He said, as he is in heaven, so we are here on earth. So if you want to be as God on earth, you need to learn how to be generous, dispersing properties, commodities, and substance. Glory to God. So these two, asking in prayer and receiving, isn't the problem. Where the problem is, is where you, when you don't have faith. Uh, it's the faith, it's the faith side of this particular side. Well, okay, let me come this way. Now, if you don't have faith, it may not be much of a problem. It's a problem, well, but it may not be much of a problem. Well, because because you don't have, does not mean you will never have. That's why I said it's not so much of a problem. But where the problem is, is when you decide not having. Or where you're not making effort having. And how do I mean so? Well, you have the word of God and you refuse to act on it. Mm, yes, glory to God. See, if you have faith. Well, the question is now, how do I have faith? If God says, what well, I ask in prayer, I would receive. I know that he's a giver. He would give me from the scripture we just read. You know, James 1, 17, 2 Corinthians 9, verse 9. Now, I've come to know that God is going to give me. Yes, he's what going to give me. God is not like a man whom if you ask for bread, he will give you a scorpion. If you ask for an egg, he gives you a serpent. He will give you abundantly. God who is able to do much more abundantly above what we ask or think according to the power of God that is in us. That, that power spoken of there is what I call faith. So, if you have faith, you ask in prayer, you will receive. The question you need to ask yourself, what's about faith? What's about faith? Well, we've not had a quite literally as educational phenomena would want to accord definition about faith. But, well, we have it as God tells us, isn't it? We have it as God tells us. Well, right now, the word says faith is the substance Hebrews 11 verse 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things now seen. What? Faith is the substance of what? This particular scripture hasn't said so much about faith. This hasn't? No, not yet. Until you have spent so much time studying the subject of faith and listening to preachers speak on faith, most especially Kenneth Hagin's messages uh, and uh, Reverend Tokumbo Adejuma of Nigeria, uh, Rema Bible Training Center. Um, you know, if you come to them, the materials and listen to them, now you may come to understand what faith is more. But I can just do a little touching about it. All right. Now, faith is a substance of things. This scripture hasn't really explained what faith is. But let's go to this scripture in the book of Romans 10 verse 17. There the Bible said something. At least it explains how this faith comes. Remember I said if you have faith. So well, faith has to come to you. <laughs> Glory to God. Well, faith has to come to you. Now it's still God going to give you the faith. Because what brings the faith is explained in Romans 10, 17. It says, so then, Romans 10, 17, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing 
by the word of God. Hallelujah. So faith what? Comment by hearing and hearing the word of God. So faith will come well to you by hearing the word of God. Well, if you read that scripture well, you come to understand where the Bible says, it says, how can they hear? Of course, a preacher has to be sent. So when the preacher is sent, they will hear the word. <laughs> so some of you who miss coming, uh, you know, being present in the congregation of the sand, well, you were losing out in faith. Because what I know about faith, I learned by attending being present at the congregation of the saints, because there God's words would come. You know, reading the Bible isn't enough for you. You know, sitting down and reading the Bible, you need some post appetite. Some of you be truthful to yourself. Some of you don't even have the appetite to stop the God's word. Well, that is the reason why we have the local church in existence. We have Christian Bible, we have the Elohim, we have Rama Church, we have Venus Chapel everywhere, we have churches everywhere. The reason for those churches is to, to, do a, to give you the appetite for the word, to whet your appetite. Glory to God, for you to start. Hallelujah. That is the reason why God has the local churches everywhere. So, at the manner you would like the word coming to you, God takes you there. God knows you better than you know yourself. So if he wants you in Christ, he keeps you there. So your faith will grow there. Well, so right now, we've come to see how faith comes. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we have places where you can hear the word of God. Hallelujah. Faith comes by hearing. I hear the word of God. Well, you say, I read my Bible, so faith will keep me there. Well, let me let you know something. In the scripture, in the book of Acts, about Philip, well, Saul was persecuting the Christians in Jerusalem, and they were all scattered about. The Bible says that Philip, while he has delivered his message at Damascus, at Damascus healed the sick, prayed for every one of them, in the book of Acts, I think in the Acts chapter 9, healed all of them, prayed for them all, in the, and baptized them in the name of Jesus, and they were healed, they gave their lives to Christ, and Peter, well, came around, laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. While he was done, the Holy Ghost took him. He appeared and disappeared, like we, we know our Nigeria Nodi movies, and appeared on a particular way while the Enoch of Ethiopia was on. So, and he was reading a particular scripture about the Messiah, salvation. And, if, and Philip, well, he's a people's person said, can I help you with that? Glory to God. Well, he said, oh, come in. You know, come in. Well, he came in. He explained the scripture to him. Well, he was, he was reading the scripture. I'm so sure that the Enoch was reading that scripture for, for, for a while. But he got nothing. Until Philip was there. Was Philip um, an apostle, right? We could say he's an apostle, but what? He's not. He's a just a disciple. We know Philip was one of the deacons that we ordained in Jerusalem. Uh, well, Philip, yeah. Philip, what? Yeah, one of the disciples of God. Now, praise God. So, now, but my point here is that Philip spoke the word of God. He heard the oral, that's what he heard. And he got faith, he got saved, and was baptized. And he went on his way, and Philip went his way too. So, now you can see now that you reading the Bible at home isn't enough. You need to hear, just like you're hearing right now, to have faith. So that's what you ask him for. So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10, 7. Now, now we see faith. Let's go back to Hebrews 11, 1. Their faith is the substance of things hoped for. Well, we've come to know that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Now, faith 
is a substance. Let me give you something. Let me, let, me, let me give you an idea. See, faith is believing. Faith is believing. That is probably a good literal definition about faith. Faith is believing in something or in someone. Well, does faith come by hearing and hearing the word of God? Now, if you know me as your father biologically, you will know what I'm willing to do for you, who I am to you. Isn't that so? Isn't that true? That's the truth. Now, when you faith comes by the word, you come to know God as your Father. You come to know what He is willing to do, such as salvation, what He has done for you. Now you come to know a lot of things about God. Now the Bible says, with this knowledge you have. Now let me let me let me give you a translation right now about Hebrews eleven one. Now look at it here. Now faith. Now that faith there, let's see it as knowing God. Is the substance of things hoped for. Well, you ask in prayer of whatever. Well, you need to know what the will of God is about that whatever you are asking God. Let's say healing, for instance. Healing. You, maybe one of someone here listening to me, or you here is having a, a cancer, and you need God to heal you. You don't want to die. Well, it is the will of God that you don't die. And how do you know it is the will of God that you do not die? Well, as a Christian, it's because the Bible says <laughs> that you shall live and declare the works of the Lord. Well, you also need to know that the devil comes to steal and to kill and to destroy, but Christ has come to give it to you up, give your life abundantly. So you know when anything about that evil is coming from the devil. So you know it's not the will of God for you to have cancer. Well, you also know that healing is the children's bread. Well, truth was healing is the children's bread. Now, are you a child of God? Sure, you're a child of God. That gives you more answers to whatever you ask in prayer. So now, faith is which is knowing God, knowing His will concerning what you are hoping for. Now, the substance there is the word for what you desire. Substance hoped for can just be what you desire. Maybe that healing is the substance hoped for. For that to cancer to die. No more. That cancer to be no more. Well, the Bible says faith, knowing God, which is knowing His will concerning you in that situation you are in, is your healing hopeful. So, when you have come to know that God wants you healed, and wants that cancer to be no more, knowing that healing is is the children's bread, and knowing that God wants to see and is willing to see, you come to the place of divine help. Now you have faith. So when you have come to know that God wants to heal, and you cannot come to God in prayer and now ask, and now do Lord, where? Maybe if you are listening to me or you are here and um, you have any impediment on you or any form of affliction, well, you can at this point exercise just your faith. Now that you've known that God is willing to heal you, well, you can just right there hold, put your hands where that impediment or affliction is and just rightly say this, I know God wants me here. I know it is his will that I be here. 
Because the word of God says healing is a children, right? And I am a child of God. Therefore, cancer, diabetes, or whatever name that is, be no more. Because this body is the temple of God and the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives right inside of me. Therefore, my body is freaking. But if you have said that prayer, just give glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to his holy name and declare I am here. Now you've come to know. Now well, that is whatever. Now some of you will receive your healing, are receiving your healing instantly. Glory to God. Now that is faith. Now deliverance. Maybe you're going through, you are in a death situation. <laughs> well you need to know what God is saying about you having financial abundance. What about, you need to know God's will concerning your life, concerning that. You need to know that God doesn't want you borrowing, going about borrowing. You need to know the Bible says, He will bless you. If you serve the Lord, He will bless your bread and bless, bless your water and shall take away sickness and disease away from you. Hallelujah. You need to come to that knowing. Blessed be the holy name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You need to come to know that God needs you delivered from death. You need to know that God wants you prospering. You need to know that for yourself. Saul John chapter 2 says, I wish above all things, all things. Wow, wonderful. Isn't God so intentional about us? He said, I wish above all things that thou prosper and be in good health. It doesn't come. Well, just pray for, the, for, for, for those who are having health challenge. And as thy soul prospers. Don't join too. He said, I wish above all things that what wish there is I will. It is my willingness. It is my support that you prosper. It is my intention. I'm with you that you prosper and be in good health even as thy soul prosper. So prosper in there is the word Iido, which means save journey. Well, of course, you can't go to China without having money, isn't it? You have to pay your visa, you have to get a passport, you have to pay your visa, you have to go with an amount, a particular amount of money so that you won't have problem lodging. And also your itineraries while you're in China, you need to have enough money with extras as well. So you see, God wants you prosperous. The Bible says in the book of Haggai, it says, gold and silver Belongs to me, saith the Lord. The earth and his fullness, thereof is of the Lord. And he said something again. He said, You are blessed when you go out and when you come. In. So you see, God wants you prosper. So well, when you come to know this, <laughs> now you've heard the word, you're hearing the word, now you're you have a faith for prosperity. So you can now go to God and now say, God, I need a car. God, I need that debt cleared because I know that my you are my father <laughs> and you are God of all sufficiency. Therefore, this debt you are cleared. I command money from all the faces of the earth. You know the Bible says that he has given, that the earth is a footstool, And the earth he has given unto men. So the earth means whatever that happens to make earth what is earth. Do you know that one of the things that beautify this world we call earth is money? Currency. Exchange. Hallelujah. 
one of the things why Dubai is Dubai is money. It is substance wealth. Yes. Why Nigeria is underdeveloped is because of the mismanagement of money. Isn't that so? So you can see that money has a part to play in the management of the world that we live in. Therefore, the earth has given to you a brother. Because you, you see, sometimes you just need to know God's word for yourself. Because you are a human being, you are already qualified to prosper. And God created man and kept sitting in the garden. When he was blessing them, he told them, he said, You are blessed. Have dominion. Replenish the earth. You know the word replenish? Continue from where creation had stopped. Glory to God. And continue from where creation has stopped. Where God stopped creating, continue. How do you create technology or develop technology? How do you think technology is developed? Well, we have a car company in Nigeria called Innocent. Well, that car company, Innocent, is producing cars. Well, well, he's not producing it with sand. He's doing that with money. So he's he is part of those who are replenishing the earth, making the earth beautiful, and he's using funds. He's using money. He's using money. With the gift of man, of course, hallelujah, how, of course, if he can afford those kind of deeds, he can have them produce. They won't accept the contract to produce innocent cars at a number they will not for money. So what have I just done now practically? I'm building faith inside of you. I'm building faith inside of you for what? For you to have the desire. So faith is what? The substance. Knowing God's will is faith. Knowing what God is is faith. Knowing what he can do for you, what he can do for you is faith. Now faith is the substance of things. So the word that you've had is that faith. If you have the word concerning healing, you have faith for that substance. So faith is substance. It's the substance that you faith. Faith is the healing you desire. Knowing God is the healing you desire. That's the first phase, first phase of that scripture. Now, it's also saying that it's the evidence of things hoped for. Um, and the, the evidence of things not seen, sorry. Hallelujah. So you see, faith, which is the word and which is the will of God, is the evidence that you can have it. It means the devil, oh God, the devil can stop you. That's why I, I said, throw away the Daniel experience from your head. Now I know the Bible, Prince of Persia, the devil doesn't want you to have what you want. But you see, if you're a child of God, he doesn't come into your channel except you allow him in. So, uh, you need to know that the word of God concerning what you desire has taken the devil miles away from you having what you need. That's true. That's true. So when you say, Satan, take your hands off my money, what you're exactly telling, you are pulling down strongholds and imaginations that are in your heart that could stop you from receiving the money. What's that? That's in summary, unbelief. Unbelief. Well, in the process of having the money, the devil will come to you and say, well, but you just like to deal you just like that you not receive that money. Well, you need to let you need to know that the word of God stands as an evidence in the courts of God. You know, when one has an evidence against someone, you know, you have what you you, you have the you have the judge um, 
you have the judge consent. Hallelujah. So the evidence that your healing, that you will receive your healing, the evidence that you will have that car, have that pair of shoes, is God's word, is knowing God's will for that situation. Matthew 7, 7 and verse 8, it says, ask and ye shall receive. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened to you. Verse 8 said, he that asketh, receiveth. It's a sure thing. He that asketh, Matthew 7, 8, he that asketh, receiveth. But here in Matthew 21, 22, the Bible there says that if you have faith. Now we've gone so far to say what faith is and what faith is about. Faith is the word of God that you hear. And you go back home to study your needs and speak it out. You don't just study the word, you speak it out. You go home and say, yes, I have known. Let yourself hear. See, the devil is not a problem. I was listening to Benny Heath's message. And while doing his message, I forgot the subject he was dealing on. Well, he was saying something very important to the body of Christ. And, and um, he talked about resisting the devil and crucifying the flesh. He said, well, it is not enough to resist the devil. When the devil comes to you as a beautiful lady and tells you, don't you know you can use your beauty to make money? Of course, you know what he's suggesting to you is prostitution. Because when you begin to commercialize your beauty, it means you have men coming around you. And of course, minds come around you, you know what, what happens. So, well, if you resist the devil, the devil will, will disappear. But you see, the devil will come back again if you are at the state where you are. Glory to God. The devil will come back again. So what happens? You resist the devil again, he comes back. But you deal with that situation finally if you walk in the spirit. How do you walk with the spirit? By walking in the spirit, it means you are crucifying the flesh. So it's not just, it, is, it doesn't just require that you resist the devil. You have to crucify your flesh. So while you resist the devil, crucify your flesh, my brother. Oh, that girl is beautiful. Why don't you make advances with her? And you are married. My brother, you are married. Well, Satan, get behind me. I tell you, the devil will bore you till you bore your flesh with that information until you come to your committee. So the first thing you do is <laughs> when such kind of thing comes, sin is knocking at the door. So what you do is you crucify the flesh. What you do, because you walk in the spirit, you begin to speak in the Holy Ghost and begin to mind what information you feed yourself. If you are a Nollywood member, you need to stop watching Nollywood because it will aid the flesh. Because when you see those couples, when you see that girl on the TV and see a man going after her, you might forget your wife because your wife won't be wearing that on the TV. She'll hopefully be beside you in the room, but she's wearing a wrapper. A wrapper does not seem to do well with you. You know what I'm saying? What? So, you need to what? Crucify the flesh. It means dealing with whatever is such. Is the devil come around you to tempt you? Yes. You need, to, you need to deal with what you're watching. You need to deal with what you're hearing. Yes. You need to deal with what you desire. There's so much want for money. You need to start dealing with it. Be content with what you have. Glory to God. So you, you need a faith. So you have whatever you ask in prayer. You receive it, if you want, have faith. 
Okay, Mark 11:24. Mark 11:24. Glory to God. Let's go to the scripture while we run up. So therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye will seek them and ye shall have them. He said, believe. He said, he said, therefore I say unto you, what things soever. That's quite related to the scripture we earlier started with. Whatsoever things ye desire when you pray, believe that ye receive these. So while you are praying, you have to believe you received it. How do you believe you received it when you know that God is willing to give you it? While God is willing to give you all things that pertains unto Godliness. Wow, can someone shout hallelujah? Well, God is willing to give you all things that pertain unto Godliness. Because God is See, every creation going on on earth, every invention. The fire, the air, the air conditioning, the beauty, the beautiful facilities always has a God factor. It doesn't matter if they are believers or not. Every man on earth, whether he is in Christ or not, is a God factor. Everything on earth is a God factor because. All things are because they all consist in the Colossians chapter 3. Glory to God. They all work consist in Him. So you need to assess the Word of God to work build faith for what you desire. So the criteria for having your answers come to you as quickly as you want it is as much as you believe God, as much as you believe God's word, and are intentional about hearing His word. The reason why some of you, you some of you pray and meet. You know when Bible says you pray and meet, it means you don't pray with knowledge. You don't pray with knowledge. You don't pray with confidence. How do you build confidence? in God is by knowing what the word of God is saying. So, some of you pray without confidence. Maybe God will do it for me. No, that isn't confidence. But if you know what God is saying concerning that whatever you're asking for, then you have the confidence that whatever you ask God in prayer will come to you. Hallelujah. 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 So God wants you having your prayers answered. But he wants you to know that he's the game creator. But winning the game all boils down to you. He created the game of faith. But for you to win the game of faith, you need to work, make effort. And the game, and how to play the game of faith, Knowing what God is saying concerning. God wants our prayers answered. Never wants a single prayer not answered. But when you pray without the knowledge of God and God's will for your life, your prayers shall be answered. Take note of these. Let this be my counsel while I round up this message today. I may not be able to touch a lot about the subject of prayer in faith. But well, what I have just given to you right now, I think could be the first step to you acquiring life faith. You know, when Jesus said, even having a faith, even if your faith is as the faith, is as a mustard seed, God will hear you. You know why? When God was saying mustard seed, he was talking about just a scripture. Remember the Torah, the Torah. You know, the 
It was in the 6th century that we had the Bible compiled and called the Bible, the Old Testament, New Testament. Well, what we had then was the Torah in, uh, I've forgotten what it's exactly called, but I'm trying to pronounce, but I will call it, hopefully. Well, it's a Torah, a Torah. Now, so a particular scripture, a particular verse, a particular word, about Jesus. So, a mustard seed there means a word. For instance, I wish above all things that thou prosper and be in good health, even as I so prosper. Now, if it's the only scripture you know, if you don't know any scripture about what God knows, about God's intention for you in life, if you don't know any other scripture about God, just that scripture, I wish above all things that you have money. That is what prosperity is. Be in good health. And it's that so prosperous. If that is the only thing you know, that was what Jesus, that was what Jesus meant by saying, if your faith is like a mustard seed. Well, some of you may not recognize what a mustard seed is. Well, a mustard seed is smaller like the seed of a bean. Beans. That you boil has beans. That seed you boil has beans. It's quite bigger than a mustard seed. So, what it means if you have a single word in the Bible, if you, if the only thing you know is John three sixteen, you know that it is the will of God. Well, when we go to preach evangelism, we don't go about reading the whole Bible to everyone. Well, we preach John 3.16 and people get saved. Is that not the only scripture we've preached to them? Now, is, not, is that not the scripture they just heard? Yeah, they heard John 3.16. They believe John 3.16 and they got saved. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. Hallelujah. Lord, it says, For by grace ye are saved through faith, not of yourself. So, the word of God that they received, John 3, 16, which they heard that God so loved the world, loved them so much. So they held on to that scripture and their heart got open and they received Jesus into their heart as Lord and Savior. That was the master seed. So even if it's a word from the Bible, you know. It means you have a master seed. If that is the only thing. So what is M as a master seed means even if it's only one word. That you know in the Bible. That word alone is able to bring deliverance. Yeah. Even if it is John 3.16, you will know. John 3.16 can give you prosperity, can give you good health, can give you words that make your soul prosper. Well, if you know God loves you, if you love a woman, you would want to spoil her with all the good things in life. The more you get richer, the more you spoil her. If you are rich with 100,000, you at least you will enjoy the 100,000. If you are a million richer, your lady will enjoy the million riches. Well, if God so loves you, in his own sufficiency and capacity, it means that healing, if you talk, Lord, you love me. Therefore, I know you don't want me to be sick. Sickness get out. That sickness will go. Well, the sickness will what? Will what go? So it's the only thing you have is a mustard seed. So even if your faith, that's a mustard seed. Even if your, even if the faith you have is just in one verse of the scripture, I can assure you miracles you will touch. So that scripture you know. Why not build on it? Hallelujah. Why not build on it? Hallelujah. Well, Jude chapter, Jude chapter 1 verse 3. Yeah. I think verse 30 or so. Yeah, Jude. The book of Jude. Let's go there. The book of Jude. That's finally about building faith to receiving what we pray for. Jude, 